Do you love the Making a Musical podcast? Please subscribe, like, and review our show so we can get this into the hands of more musical theater lovers just like you. Ticket Peak just named us one of the five best performing arts podcasts out there. We're number three now, but help us out and let's move up that list. Meantime, if you want to learn more about my new off-Broadway musical, Good Morning New York, go to goodmorningnewyorkmusical.com. You can get tickets for our 54 Below show. That's October 4th. It's a concert, and you'll get a free album. We also have tickets for our off-Broadway show. That's January 9th, 2020. Tickets for both shows are on sale now. the Making a Musical podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline. Throughout the podcast follows the development and execution of our critically acclaimed musical, Good Morning New York. I'm back in the room with the fans. Sorry about that. Now, our our Fine Scenes 54 Below show is October 4th. Previews for Off-Broadway begin January 9th. Opening night is January 11th. Visit GoodMorningNewYorkMusical.com to get your ticket today. Today's podcast is all about investing and royalties and our show, and I'll bring up other things too, and other Broadway productions. Now, it's not all about the budget. It's about how money works, basically, for Off-Broadway, for Broadway. No one really talks about it, and I see why, because when you talk about if you're making money or not making money, if you talk about making money, then the actors and people on the creative team are like, where's my money? I want more. But if you talk about not making money, then the investors are like, what did you do with my money? So money is a hard thing to talk about, because either way, people are going to get mad. So we're not going to let people get mad. I'm just going to give a very generic... So I'm just joking. We're going to go into details, but nothing that makes anyone mad. But it, it will be very informational. Um, oh, yeah. But I'd like to note that I have an accountant handling everything for Good Morning New York. So everything we do financially goes through her and New York State law. So what we talk about today is just going to be how we do it. But I have the professional in charge of the entire thing. Now, today's guest is Margot Cruz. She's a casting director for Good Morning New York. Thanks for being here, Margot. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here again. We talked about casting last week. Now we're talking about money this week. And we had what, what sparked this conversation is we had a phone call about this about a week ago. We won't go into that as much, but we did start talking about money. And we started talking about how when publicity, you start um, advertising your show a little bit more, there are people that want to get on board. Oh, yes. Uh, the problem with that is a lot of times, in my opinion, I think it's too late. I feel like when you find out a show, or like when people start marketing a show, it's because they already raised the money to do so. And now it's like, well, you missed it. Right. So like getting in early is very, very key. And we're going to be kind of, I'm going to kind of explain how to get in. I think it's, it's a... Uh it's hard to do, I'm sure, for investors to identify early when is the right time to go for it. Obviously, on their end, they have to see a little bit more what it's all about and and, and learn more about the production itself. Right. But so getting in early is so key on our end because for you as the producer, you need to know what's your budget, what's everything, how are, how's everything going. And then once things have, once the ball has started rolling... Um, things actually start moving pretty fast. Right, exactly. So let's uh, let's take a trip back in time to January. 
I had to raise thirteen thousand dollars, and then my fact. tooth fell out. If you ever want to hear that story, never. I don't know Wait, if you ever heard that podcast. I didn't hear um, about this. It was one of my favorites. But basically, I had a plan. Okay, I'm gonna go for investors. If I don't get it, I'm gonna put a thousand aside every month, all year long. Right. And then February, my I have a baby tooth that was falling out, so I had to get it pulled in a new one, and that was like three thousand dollars. And I was like, I'm never gonna pay for my show. Then Morgan was on the podcast yeah. with me, and she said, just do an Indiegogo page, which is what we did. Facts. So, it's the investing started off with the Indiegogo page. I first was like, okay, let's see. I feel a little weird starting Indiegogo pages because I feel like, you know. You know what? This is what Indiegogo pages were made for. I know, but I feel like I don't. It's, I don't know. I feel it feels very indie, and I, and I like. I like right. to keep this impression. This is more. This is a little more serious than a lot of indie projects. Yeah, it still but, is indie. I like to yeah. give this impression that we're a, a massive, a musical with loads yeah. of money. Well, you know and what? We are out there, guys. We're rolling in cash we're not we have we have secured the bag for this musical and it is gonna be what well, we, we we raise all the money well, which we'll talk about yeah. but the problem that i have <laughs> is that i advertise this so much and i think that people um think that although the, we're throwing this out there so much there's so much money behind it yes. but it's not the case it's me right. it's me making in-kind deals and really squeezing everything and asking for favors and what I can get. It's a lot of it. It's more of a marketing tactic that costs me nothing, but it's making it seem like we have thousands and thousands of dollars. But uh, let's go back. Perhaps even millions. Yeah, and that yeah, perhaps yes. People yeah. really think that we're just rolling in it, yeah. and that's when you see like a a posting for like a lighting designer for two hundred dollars. Yeah, I got a text one time where um, one of my was like only two hundred. That's all you're paying. Right. You're kind of ripping people. Off. I I'm making I'm this happen. Not this is my money, and it's yeah. all I can afford. And honestly, which we're gonna go back to, I tried to get investors. Yeah, but the problem is, okay, for our show. Yes. The goal is to get the show on the road, and if it goes well, and if everyone makes, we'll pay everyone that first round, we make our money back, we recoup $13,000. Yeah. We do that, then we can go so many places. Yes. With whatever that pot left is, right. that's going to go right back to the show where either we'll try to extend, or we'll try to open a new theater, or we'll like, then it's like, now... Now we have money we have where we'll to work pay with. people more yeah. and we'll go on for longer and it'll be so professional. It's just a step. Like the players, right. it's a, we remember everyone, it's a step. we have a free theater. Yeah. So they gave us a free theater. It's still pretty indie, but we're making it seem like it's not just yeah. to get those producers and future investors in with the money. Yeah. So when the, if this goes well, great. Now I'm going to get a GM and then we're going to make a budget that's $750,000 with equity act, which will probably just bring the cast and make them yeah. equity. It's a, it's a step. And if yep. you, and that's the same thing with investing. If you're on board early, Hey, if you invest 500 in this, and then if we go to off Broadway again, we'll let, we'll give you, you can invest 500 in that one. You'll be the first person that can invest in that. Yeah. But actors too, you can give them right of first refusal where it's like, Hey, the money really, really sucks. But if this goes well, then we can promise you um, that we'll take you to the, the higher, um, higher if, level if we so yeah. choose. Yeah, if yeah. It, if it goes if you well. choose, and if it's like if everyone agrees on that. Yeah. So it's more of like getting in early as an actor, yeah. as an investor, 
getting in early. I think so, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because it's such a hard line for you guys to walk. Of course, this this situation where you you want to project the most professional image possible because I think a lot of the time when people see what you can do, of course they're going to want to invest. Right. But it's so hard to explain that to people until they've actually seen that such an amazing and professional right. production. And when you, yeah, if, you, if you're going very indie routes, it's, it's hard to project that image. And because, yes, everything is the next step. And the, play, the Players Theater is going to be amazing. And then, you know, this is like an even bigger stage than last time. People are going to see what's happening on stage, mm-hmm. how good it looks, how amazing the music is. And I think, I, I totally get what you're saying. I mean, it's... it's it's a hard line to stay right on because you have to hit this middle point yes. where you get investors in early, but a lot of, inve- you know, sometimes investors are, are cautious or sometimes investors don't really know what they want to do. A lot do. of them aren't even interested because yeah. the budget's so small. But also, it's not about the budget. Like, yeah, the budget's small, but also the ticket sales is small as well. Yes. So for me, how I see it is the more I can keep the budget at 13000 which yeah. it did go up to 13500 but yeah. the more I can keep it there, then that means the more likely we are to make money and then use that to whether it's bonuses for the cast once yeah. we recoup like my point is the money's going back to everyone and it's going back to the production yeah if we get it back if we don't which according to cnn only 25 percent of broadway shows are profitable so there's a big chance that, that yeah. we won't even make a profit and then I just lost a few thousand dollars. And then we'll see. But in a way, I mean, you're investing in yourself. So many first or second round projects or, or first or second round independent producers are mm-hmm. are self-funded. I mean, it's so hard to show an investor what you can do until you've until you put it on. Right. Until you've made it happen. Right. Um, and, and I think this is like such a step. And getting yeah. in is, is important. But also, like, it could, it could crash and burn. And then, like... You never know. Then, you know, it's like, wow, I really paid a lot of people and it didn't work out that well. And then, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You're, you're, in a way, you are your own investor. Yeah, I'm 74%. I mean, you're literally your own investor. So 74% of the production came from my my paycheck. Okay, so you are literally your own investor. So you're going to either see the benefits and and turn the benefits back to the cast or turn the benefits into the next production. When we we recoup, it's going back. Like, it's going to the people that help make... I'm not going to just sit on my money. No, I'm going to be like, yay, I made my money back. Now let's actually pay people a little bit more because they deserve it. And let's go to the next level because let's be... Like, what is everyone in this for? We're We're not in it for just to do it once and then not do it again right we could this get extended. a great show we could go to like another theater like we could, we could go bigger we could go to a larger theater yeah a broader yeah. producer could pick us up west yeah. end could pick us up like there's so many things yeah. that can pick us up and it's it really is about getting there and getting yeah. the show on the, so that's why i get so offended when everyone yeah. was like you're not paying it. it's interesting because in, in let's to take it back to like January, um, before the truth fell out, we had the Indiegogo page. But I really, really tried to find investors. I was going to networking events. Yeah. I was emailing so many people. I was emailing like local performing arts centers in Denver and like their board, being like, "Hey, I'm an Arvada, Denver girl, and do a opera musical. Do you want to invest?" Like, the budget's so low, it's so hard to get. And to be honest, I at in this step of the production, I can't. I couldn't yeah. get and big investors. Yes. And like we're 
what what we're gonna make back from this is enough to st to to put our show on the road for future things. But currently, like whether or not like it's thirteen thousand, is this the recording? Yeah. Whether or not we raise thirteen thousand, like or what am I trying to say? My point is, the, by raising more money, it's still. It I limits how much we'll make back. Like, right. we recoup, and then we can't take it to the next level. Right. Because, because I'm too busy paying, paying back other people, other investors who right. won't be using it for Good Morning New York. Yeah. Who are, but, but we do have investors. Like, our opening investment was 500 bucks. Yeah. And I had friends and family who said, yep, here you go. And then now they get 3.8% of ticket sales after royalties. Okay. So, like, there's this royalties for the writers. Yeah. So... I went, um, I won't disclose it, but it's Dramatist Guild Industry Standard. Okay. So I went that, and then we, we broke it up down by what we contributed. Okay. So that's the royalties. So it's first royalties for the writers, and then um, then what I was left, we have the, the investor share. Yeah. I Well, I actually think that something you said before is like an interesting tip for like actors and, and potential investors or people who are looking to become investors in Broadway. Mm -hmm. I mean when in a way the actors are also investing in your show because yeah. this is not just okay this is great it's an experience it's, it's an official off-broadway production like that's a great credit on your resume as an actor but if things go well if they turn out great as this character mm -hmm. you know you're not just looking to do this once either no. and neither are they so you know they're investing their time and their energy sure they're getting a very small pay right now but they're getting a lot of press but they're getting so much more press <laughs> and i mean seriously if i was an actor instead of being the casting director yeah i would you know you you have to see if you're a young actor or a new actor you have to see what someone is is really going for because sure the production is small it has a small budget yeah but and i and i'm so not making anything from it currently and i'll probably yeah. lose a lot from it but i'm still doing it but you're doing it because well, a lot of money a lot of money i'll i might I don't think I will. Who knows? I, think I'll be fine. I mean, you I might think be, it'll be fine. good. I think we'll be good because the press is going to be on fire. Yes, because but I might not, you have so and much I might lose a few thousand dollars, and oh well. And we'll see. I mean, that's the thing with a self-funded production. With a self-funded production, you are your own investor, so yes. the benefits come back to the production itself because right. you put in the time and the money. And then I'm going to throw it right back at yeah. the production. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you. You're so invested in this in a way that I think if you're an actor looking at at, at diff I mean obviously you know you you take as much acting work as you can get but if you're looking about whether you should invest your time in a new a newer production or someone who's a a newer writer mm -hmm. um, if you see someone with a production that they seem to be putting their heart into it and putting using all the experience that they gained before to put that into the show I mean that's something that I think is really worth looking into. Because where the budget's at now, it's at a perfect spot where what I'm paying people is something that I, I can promise to pay people. Right. It's like, I know I'm going to pay this with ticket sales. Yeah, some people will maybe turn up their nose at a new thing. Yeah. Um, which and is fine. You know, maybe you have tons of experience and you don't want to work on a new production uh, or on a show that's only had two, this is its second run. Mm -hmm. But, you know, maybe you're new and you do want to gain more, not just experience, but really get involved in the early stages of a project. Of course, everything is always, in. I think in life, this happens a lot. Like, you have to judge, are you going to go for a startup that could get sold in a couple of years? Or maybe mm -hmm. it could go really well and it ends up, you know, getting sold for a high price. Or maybe it goes under. You never know. Everything, I think, whether it's the 
traditional job market, I made air quotes, or, you know, show business or something. Right. You have to suss it out. And Morgan um, is, like, the best example of this because, yeah. okay, Dylan Adler was on board, but, like, Morgan and Dylan are the, some of the first two that were on board because Morgan, um, while Dylan was putting the sheet music are the songs on sheet music? Yeah. I was like playing some of the songs from Morgan on my little keyboard poorly before we even had sheet music. Oh. And then cool. she, so we were singing, having fun. Then it was reading. She was in the reading as, as two characters. And then I changed it and then she was now off Broadway and now off Broadway. So like Morgan is a perfect example. She's also been a longtime friend, but it's just like she's been along for the ride and she keeps going and then I keep going. Yeah. And then as we as we keep going, like John Vogel, he was in the early um, stages Very early as well. Stages. And yeah. then Lexi, who else? Uh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline came on for off off Broadway. Yes. So like there are people that as as it goes, it's kind of more of a team effort where we all just keep on going everyone gets invested and in hopefully the project. someday yeah. like my i would love well i would love a lot of things but i think um if if money gets there i would love to if we have enough money pay that 2500 for a gm to do a budget that's um a million dollar budget and then try to shoot that but also, I, I like think I think thinking. that we might be able to get a producer to do it. But it, besides that, there's press for these actors that I think uh, we're already starting to get. And then there's um, reviews from the actors. There's one more thing that's really, really important. What is it? Do you want to go back and explain maybe, you know, who's a GM? What do they do? Right. How does everything go in that direction? Right. So a general manager, um, well, first thing I found out, I tried to get one for, for Off-Broadway before we got the Players oh, Theater. Uh-huh. I tried to get one, and I actually found someone who um, would do it. It was a company that said that they would do it, and they really believed that I'd do it. But they said that like for a lot of these productions, they don't really do budgets for anything under five hundred thousand dollars seven hundred fifty thousand because they're like it's you will do the budget and you give it to an investor and it's legit and they get it they understand it and then they also do your finances i have an accountant doing that for me because it's not as big of a scale we only have about about a handful of other investors including myself so it's like they know their percentage I know my percentage, and then it's all, it's all fine. So, but like a GM, it's big scale, like $25,000. So you have them do a budget, and then you pay lawyers. So the legal fee for an off-Broadway production or Broadway, they have a flat fee of $15,000. So you have the GM, $2,500. Lawyers charge you $15,000 flat fee to do contracts for everything. Ooh, okay. And then all you have to do is just find people to write the check. Right. So actually... It's quite simple, but my point is um, that could be a next step that we that we go in. But yeah. you can't you can't make seventeen thousand five hundred dollars by increasing your budget for this run because then, like, let's say I found more more investors, for example, right? And I raised twenty five thousand dollars. Then. And we only sell fifty percent of the seats. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make that back. You wouldn't make back. Yeah, I get it. So it's like none of the investors make the money have back. To work I'd with have the theater no that we money. Have. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And so I'd have like no money to produce this again or to push it to the West End, which I want right. to do, like Good Morning London. That would or Good be Chicago. so fun. Right, yeah. for their city, like I, there would be no money to push it forward. Anyway, so GMs do that. But that's why, but but if we keep our budget low, 
we will have money to get a GM for the next one, yeah. whatever city it may be, and get the lawyers. And then once you get the GM and the lawyers, you just have to find the money. And it's really, really hard, but there are rich people out there. Once you get the money, then you have equity. You can make everything equity, and you can make it union, and you can. People who are on board will be continuing to go on board, and it's like now you're really starting. It's starting to pay off, but now first, you're working. But first, currently, we all have to take a big risk. I want to explain something though, if that's cool with you. Absolutely. So here's how investing works. I've said it before, but I'll like explain it. So you get the percentage of what you put in. So if a budget is one hundred dollars and you invest $10, you'll get 10% back. And that's at, um, after costs like paying the band and the royalties. So like, it's pretty much you get back the percentage you put in. And once we pay back the investors, profits are then split 50 between the investor pool and the producer pool. So I'm a producer and investor, so I first get paid as an investor, and then once we recoup, then it goes into the producer pool, which is still me. That's okay. So, good morning, New York. We already said our opening thing. CNN already said that, but I want to quote CNN because they had a very interesting profile of some Broadway investors that I'm going to take a breather and then I'm going to tell you about it. Okay, so this is from CNN. I'm just going to read it because I thought it was fascinating. So, Broadway investing works a lot like private equity investment or a rental home. You give the show money up front, then you get checks every few weeks from ticket sales. The longer the show goes, the more money you make pretty much what it is and you get the percentage that you put in so according to this article there's a guy named Mark and Jesse who invested $25,000 in the Broadway show fun home it was the lowest option available to them so why do they do it there's something the show has in common with Hamilton the article says quote both gave an unusually big hint that they'd be great they had sold out runs at the public a smaller off-broadway theater in New York before going to Broadway so investors look at off-broadway shows and if it sells out and does really really well then they will throw their money at it that is so good to know and I need to have a GN and a I need to have seventeen thousand five hundred dollars in my pocket <laughs> And then I can be like, hey, I have a GM, I have investors, well, I need a lot more than that. No, 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 yeah, I have, I have that, here's the budget, which will, if it's Broadway, I, I would not get a Broadway theater because I'm a new producer, but if I team up with a Broadway producer who's interested, the, the point is we, we just have to sell out, and yeah. we just have to make money to where if it really goes well, then investors are going to be interested in our show if it goes well. I just threw a lot um, at you, didn't I? Yes, you did. Um, but it's all, like, it's it's really good info. I mean, I am so excited for where it goes after this. I want to take a moment to talk about Baked Cravings. It's quickly becoming a premier bakery in New York City and across the nation. It's a nut-free, peanut-free, and tree-nut-free bakery specializing in cupcakes, cookies, cakes, brownies, and donuts. Drop by the bakery on Lexington and 105th to get some treats or get a ticket to our 54 Below show and get your custom cookie with our Good Morning New York logo for free. If you come to the show, we also have gift baskets with Harney and Sons Fine Teas. The company started in a basement way back in 1983 and has since become one of the premier go-to tea companies across the nation. 
film sets, television sets, TV news studios often carry their tea on hand to give to actors and talent. You can see for yourself. Go to Harney.com and shop over 300 tea blends or just come to our 54 Below show and get your free tin of the new York blend. Tickets are at goodmorningnewyorkmusical.com. Thank you, Baked Cravings and Harney and & Sons for being our sponsor. I feel like we have so much momentum from this second round. And I think that once everyone sees this on stage, they're going to see what we can do. And I mean, we're going to be... The Players Theater is in like one of the best areas for nightlife in New York. Yeah. It is such a nice place. Like, It is literally surrounded by tons of bars and comedy clubs and, and everyone around there. Honestly, it feels like if you walk down that street, it feels like you're in Bourbon Street in New Orleans or something like that. Yeah. Like, it's so much fun. And I think that I'm so excited for it to just be there because now everyone is going to pass the poster. They're already passing the poster every day. Yeah, the poster's already yeah. out. It's yeah. such a fun area and it's such a good place for it to be going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's, it's a, an exciting area for nightlife especially because it's more downtown than regular Broadway if you're if you haven't been in New York recently but it has so much going on there and people are passing by the poster every day and we have so much momentum on social media and things like that so I'm really hoping that some people who are interested in investing in the next big Broadway musical come see it because then we can just get, and we cool. went to the Obie Awards too. Yeah. And like Morgan Tatagni and I went to oh no, Morgan. Uh, John Vogel. John yeah. Vogel and um, someone else went to the Obie Awards. Then Morgan and I went to this Tony nominee Tony party. Yeah. And we had our mic flag for Good Morning New York. And we're telling all these Broadway people like, yeah, we got a musical coming out, and like we're just in the room with our yeah. logo. So the whole point of this is it's it's really not the my goal is to make seventy thousand. $500 that I can then pay lawyers and a GM and then shoot it up higher with help from someone with more knowledgeable experience. I, I want to do West End too. I love the idea of doing West End. I mean, I think that this like, we it's have cheaper. so many it's similarities. So really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so West End, okay, producing a show on the West End is equivalent to producing an off-Broadway equity show. Whoa. So, like, you probably need a million, a, right. a bunch of money. I'll need a few co-producers who know a lot more than I do. Yeah. Like, legit producers, which you can hire an EP. You can pay. So, when I was trying to do off-Broadway, yeah. I interviewed this guy, and he's like, yeah, I would be an EP for $5,000. Okay. Yeah. You can hire someone to find the Let's money for do you. It. Yeah. Isn't that great? We, that's all we have to do. I mean, yeah. I also, <laughs> it's a lot of money, but it's you, you got to 5000 Yeah, whatever. No, I mean, we can... Obviously, this is the first step to making it happen. Yeah. I love the idea of going to West End because I think there's... Obviously, there's always a lot of crossover between London, New York, New York like back and forth. Mm-hmm. But I think that it would be so fun to have a European or British audience see this show mm-hmm. because Good this Morning is London. Good Morning London. I mean, it's it's so interesting to get international perspectives on shows and everyone has like something different to say, even here in New York. I would love to hear, you know, I, naturally, without us even trying, New, American news is like sort of, it's an inter... Everyone sort of knows a little bit of what it looks like or what it sounds like, but... Of course, we don't always watch international news over here, so I, I don't know if they ever watch interna- of our news over there. Well, I would write it, like, for London. Okay, so I got so oh. many plans. Oh, I tell have so me many more. plans. 
So like, okay, obviously, yeah, we're, we're keeping the cost to a point where we can continue to go further with this, whatever yeah. that might be. Um, and also, like, people, like, when we recoup, obviously, people are going to be getting bonuses. So if you're listening to this, thanks for joining, and let's sell some tickets so we all get a bonus. Um, but, like, actors The more sold-out shows, the no, more bonus. It's, no, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think that once, once we recoup, then I absolutely plan on spreading yeah. that wealth with those who agreed to do this for a small fee. Absolutely. Yeah. Got to do it. Um, but the goal is, so... I was talking about with, about this with Jackson, the music director. I would like to have the show go well and then reach out to theater companies across the U.S., doesn't matter where, and be like, hey, we will write this for your market. Like, we will do it for Ooh. your market, your news I market. I love this we'll, idea. We'll make it so it's now a brand. Yeah. So it's now, like, we are we have multiple affiliates we can. So we don't have to pay to go like on tour. It's like a news network. It's a network, yeah. So my goal is, like, I don't have to pay to go on tour. These theater companies will just pay us, yeah. which we're still, we're still trying to find the price. Um, I haven't set a price yet. I've set it off, off air, but um, I haven't set a price yet. But I do have an idea of what it will be. And the theater companies that will then pay us to just, you know, be their local network to know to write the script yeah. and then they produce it. Ooh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like this, especially because then everyone gets a little bit of taste of home. Like a, you get to, it's it's as if this is like your local news channel. Yes, that's so interesting. Exactly. I love exactly. So love that this. is the plan, and it, and like Staten Island Ferry is a big song. We're yeah. on the ferry. We could go if it was Good Morning Denver. There's this thing, what's it called, like the Rocky Mountain Slide? What is it, a slide? There's like some kind of really stupid slide down the mountain. And anyway, my point is you could pick a really dumb tourist attraction. Uh-huh. And instead of Staten Island <laughs> Ferry, you have like this dumb tourist attraction. Try to make it seem romantic. Like what's something? Plug that in. I'm trying to think of like my hometown. Mm. I don't know. My, well, every my place has is, its own little thing i think yeah, yeah that's why oh. I, that's why i love the staten island ferry scene is because it's like the the cheapest date you could ever go on yes. in new york okay so but it's it's actually beautiful like it's it's really fun to ride the staten island ferry like if i were to ride this for carney <laughs> nebraska one of my yeah. markets if there's a theater if they if they have a theater in carney yeah. and if, i think they do actually if there's a theater in carney nebraska and they wanted me to write good morning carney what it would do is it would be, I would write, Staten Island Ferry would then turn into um, Carney Cruise Night. <laughs> I'd have to work on the, the words and everything. Cruise Night, like, basically they have a bunch of old cars and they just drive them through the city. So really? I'd, we would keep the music and we would just change the lyrics to, like, this dumb date where he's, like, driving his old car through the city and he's like, yeah, babe. I don't know. I, I, my point is I'll have to think about it. I'll have to I think like about the exact going. scene. But yeah, so we have a we have a lot of big plans for Good Morning New York, um, but the main plan is to make it a brand and keep happening. But also even the album. So like yeah. people are doing the album. We're all kind of doing it for um, not you know. It's obviously an indie album, but I say if this turns out to be a hit and people really start liking it, then we're throwing in royalties because uh, I, I think a lot of albums, from what I hear. It's more of a marketing tool at these small shows. Yeah. More of a marketing tool. I'm going to use it as a marketing tool until it's not. And if, the, if we, reach, if we like, reach the point where it's like, whoa, now we're making money. Yeah. Then 
And even before that, if I'm like, okay, that we're actually that really works, doing well, well, then spread the wealth. But I'm told that a lot of these non-equity shows usually make about a thousand bucks for their album and that's it. So I'm trying to go further than that. We got to push this bad boy. I know. That's the thing that I'm excited about for this album is because I know it's like just to get the name out there and, and at, at first, but I get these songs stuck in my head all the yeah. time just from going to auditions and, and going to table reads and things like that when we practice and we hear what it sounds like. It gets stuck in my head, and I'm like, this stuff is really, like, catchy. Right. So I grew up, as a kid, I would listen to musical albums, and it's just so funny to me, thinking, like, oh, now I'm working on something that might actually be a musical album that people, like, play, like... Like, my mom would play these albums, and it would be like, oh, my gosh, why are we listening to this again? So I was talking to, um, I was talking to the guy who does our video yeah. and who recorded it for 54 Below and everything, and he was like, they have a saying in their office where if, like, they get off track, they say, back to baby boo, and baby boo is like, they have to get back to work. Yeah. They're like, back to baby boo. Wow. Like, they, the thing is, um, the album and the lyrics, we're going to lead with that. And Jackson's orchestrations yeah. are so good. They're good. Like, polished. So I know, it's almost time to end this podcast. But, oh, uh, the album's good. But anyway, the whole point for the investing, the, the money, and my take on it, we're all taking risks here. Um, I think everyone involved kind of knows that the money's not there. I know that I might lose $10,000 <laughs> or whatever. Like, we all know that we're, we're all in, not 10000 We're all in touch 8, with 000. reality. Yeah. But we're very excited for this. I mean, we, we all know that, like, we're not making money from it, but we could. We might make money from it. And... This might make take us to something that does make money for us. Yeah. So and and even their own careers. I'm working my so there was a podcast I did with a financial therapist. I think it was season two. Yeah. And and I felt so bad because I just could not pay people. And this is before this is well I was working oh, on the budget. Was, yeah. Like no one was even asking me to pay anything. I was just like looking at the budget and I'm like, oh my god, no one is going to accept this. And then the financial therapist said, okay. If you can't do it in money, then how else can you pay them? And I thought to myself, publicity. <laughs> I can pay yes. them in publicity and in food and in kind donations. So I'm working my little butt off to give everyone everything else that any, any off-road show could, even though the money isn't there. But it's like the money is always like yeah. a... A well, sore spot, because I'm trying so hard to yeah. make people feel valued. Right. And it's like, I, I'm but trying. But that's the thing is, like, you, you don't even have, I mean, you're, you're trying so hard because you, it's, they're so important to this production. I mean, right. it just, it, it almost comes naturally because they, this, this is almost like a team effort at a certain point. It, it like, is. It's not almost, it literally is a team effort. It's a massive team effort. And, and that's why... It's it's an investment for everyone, but it's it's exciting to see what what direction this takes us. Because yeah. well, there's like a very clear direction, and then there's also different directions. Who knows who's gonna see the show? Right. Who knows who's gonna see people on Instagram and right. everything like that? Right. Um, and, and I just want everyone to know that I have a even though the money isn't there, I have a massive plan to really make it worth people's while. And that's what makes me so excited to be working on this because. We have so many directions that we can go with this, and I, I'm so excited to see where it goes, because 
It's, it's only good morning, New York. Who knows? What about good afternoon, New York? What about good evening, New York? Uh-huh. What about good morning, Denver? Yes. Yeah. I already thought about it, and yeah. I'm already going to reach out. I know exactly <laughs> who I'm going to hit, too. Yeah. Oh, I know exactly what I'm going to do. But, yeah, anyway, so that's money. That is just our discussion without, like, breaking down the budget or too much of it. Yeah, just know we're all, we're all doing this because we love it. Yeah. And um, I'm trying as hard as I can. And I, and I think that everyone else is, I'm so grateful that everyone else is on board with this. I'm, I'm so excited to be part of this and just seeing, seeing where we go. Yeah. So. so that's it for us. Like and rate the podcast. Buy a shirt. We're fully funded. That's it. So the show is fully, fully funded. fully funded. Full storm ahead. What's the word? Full, full, full steam ahead. There you go. I We're on storm. a choo-choo train. Oh, yeah. All right. Steam engine. Buy a shirt. Yes. GoodMorningNewYorkMusical.com. GMNY. See ya.